Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are now listening to Rob and Rat's World of Wonder podcast. So sit back, relax, and prepare your ears as they take you on a journey of all things weird and wonderful. Hello and welcome to the Rob Rat Podcast. Hello. I'm Rob. I'm Rats, and we're back again for another week of amazing podcasts. And you're very welcome along. We sound aggressive there. You're very welcome along to the, po- to the show. Uh, if you've never listened to us before, you're more than welcome. And if you're coming back, you're welcome back. Oh, thanks for coming back. We're getting good feedback online and through messages of people. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah, and for everybody who's sharing stuff and commenting on our stuff and just getting interactive. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's really helping it's us grow. It's, it's good helping to see grow. people getting involved and stuff. We're looking at some of the... Uh, you can go into iTunes and have a look where stuff has kind of been downloaded. So we're we're hitting some of the American areas now, and we're getting a bit in Australia, New Zealand, and we're getting uh, we're getting out there. So yeah. uh, and it's all thanks to anybody who's uh, liked and shared and subscribed and commented and done anything on any of our Social platforms media anywhere. Rob Rap Podcast. You yeah. can find. But thanks us. very much. Thank that. you. So thank you. So today we're talking about dreaming and sleep disorders. We're going to get into the kind of science of dreaming and what happens to us and different disorders. You may be listening to this podcast now as you try and go to sleep. Yeah. So this I don't know yeah, people do listen to podcasts when they go to sleep. I always, to me, I, always I wouldn't be something I'd do. I'd prefer to listen to it in the car on the way to work or yeah. on the way home. Because I feel like, you know, if you're going to sleep, you're gonna zone out at some point and yeah, you kind not of just pay do, attention. Yeah. So if you're listening you to probably us now, just now and, and you're it. drifting off to sleep, stop it now. Wake up. Listen Press to pause. it tomorrow yeah. when you can pay attention. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go to the news. Let's go to the news. Rob and Rat's weird and wonderful news. Hello and welcome to the news. This is the news and my story this week is Sex Omniac. And sex it's to what? do with uh, Sex Somniac. Sex Somniac. It's to do with uh, the sleep episode that we are oh, doing. very good. Right. So a Sex Somniac was told to warn partners he may attack them in his sleep. A man <laughs> suffering... This is true. A man suffering from a rare disorder involving sexual activity during sleep has been ordered by a judge to warn people of the risk of the risk he poses. Dale Kelly, 21, was found not guilty by reason of insanity of sexually assaulting his friend's girlfriend after the jury accepted he was sleepwalking. Um, yeah, so he sleep, uh, sexually assaulted someone in his sleep. And this is an actual thing, like... Uh, yeah. The, appren- is- the apprentice electrician was unaware what he was doing when he walked up two flights of stairs and incidentally assaulted a woman who was in bed in her boyfriend. Uh, Crown Cork Who was in bed In her boyfriend Sorry Who was in bed With her boy With her boyfriend <laughs> York Crown Court Was told So Kelly Told the jury He had a history Of unconscious Sexual touching Of people In his sleep Who were sleeping Next to him But he never Previously done this While sleepwalking Experts confirmed Kelly was suffering From the sleep disorder Parasomnia Which can involve Sleepwalking And the even Rarer form of it Called sexomnia Which Causes people to end, get sexually Jeez, I don't know about that. Is that all right? Like, well, it, to be honest, no. How can you get away? Oh, sorry, it's not my fault. I'm a rapist when I'm asleep. No, but you see, I would kind of people do mad stuff in their sleep. We'll get into the sleep disorders yeah. and stuff later. So people are on, like, I can. Yeah, okay. I well, can, look, if it's a disorder, it's a disorder, I suppose. Yeah, but it just sounds mental to me. Like. Years ago, all them, you know, the girls that came out once we started this podcast with allegations against me, like I had that years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's my defense. Yeah. Yeah, but like, you know, then. I'm a sexomniac. Like, there was only 14 of them, but come on, they're not yeah. that credible. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all have the exact same story. <laughs> yeah, but come on. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, uh, road Rage Rat. Right? <laughs> Which isn't you It's actual little like rodents Is this about me But rear-ending that while stepping, while, while stepping into a car Might not be relaxing For some people right 
Uh, rats apparently find the activity relaxing. Okay. A team of researchers at the University of Richmond have taught a rat how to drive. Well, taught rats how to drive. They don't pilot regular automobiles, but they're in little electric cars made from food containers. <laughs> the Driving around. What they've learned is that when the rats are like in control and able to drive the cars around, it seems to lower their cortisol levels and all that and helps them to Reduce relax. Reduce stress. Like. Yeah, and they've been rewarding them then with Fruit Loops. Uh, so. The cereal. Yeah. This is what's going on in scientific research. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, this is what the money's going. Like, get, let's get rats and drive them around little cars and see if they can. See down. if they can down a bit. Yeah. What's the purpose of this? I don't. I don't. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. There's been money spent on that as well. Like, uh, I've been hours. <laughs> I have another news story here. Right. Go on. So this is a not so quick detour, right? So in the United Kingdom, in Dorset County, there's been construction done on a piece of road, right? But the piece of road that they're doing it on is 65 foot. Okay. So it's not a huge amount. Like, it's tiny. It's yeah. like you drive by in like a second, right? Yeah. But um, drivers have been sent on a 41 mile detour around. To get around that To get road. around it. So the road was closed for five days for a sewage product and a trip that normally takes about a second to complete will now take um, like uh, 40 miles so it's like that's like it takes about half an hour for, upwards of an hour sometimes for that's to ridiculous get around. and the reason they have to do this is is say you detour off a road the road that you detour off has to be the same classification of road that the person was already on so you can't send them down a little country road because if a truck is coming down that road you can't send them down a by road yeah but, but it that's means just that the mapped out road but there might be another yeah yeah but that's the one that you have to go on but that's the detour so the detour for the, what should take you a second yeah, is so taking people upwards of an hour to yeah so around. people that aren't familiar with the road will take the detour and then end up yeah that's crazy uh, there's a woman addicted to eating her own hair her own hair yeah like I don't maybe this is a psychiatric disorder and we shouldn't be laughing at it but anyway there's a woman I'm not laughing <laughs> She had a hairball removed from her stomach. A woman who was addicted to pulling out and eating her own hair had a giant hairball measuring 15 centimetres removed from her stomach. Is that bad? Yeah. Thir- well, it can't, can't be good. It. Like The 38-year-old was suffering from nausea, vomiting, and extreme, <laughs> sw- extreme swollen up. abdomen when she arrived at hospital in the US. Like, Rank. So she was rushed to surgery uh, where the giant hairball was found lodged in her digestive tract oh. with a small tail of hair trailing into her intestines oh, and a second geez. four centimetre hairball was nestled deep in her bowel. Oh, God. I can't do it. <laughs> like, the heck you start eating your hair? Oh. It's like a cat or something. I, I had coughing paper up when I was in primary school. Did you? I had paper for a while. Did you not bring like lunch or anything? No, no, a copy. Like, you know, your copy. You book. need a whole copy book. Not a full copy. <laughs> Stephen's going through these copy books like <laughs> nobody's business. We get him another one. He must be learning so much. He's eating your copy book. No, I'm eating like a page. One page. <laughs> Even that's mad. Like, eat a page. You just rip it out and eat it. Not the full thing, bit by bit. You know when you're like eight or nine? Yeah. Messing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's not like actual for food. No. You do it to make people laugh, like, or not, something. No one was watching me. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, anyway, that's the, that's the news, guys. That's the news. Rob and Rat's Weird and Wonderful News. So that was the news. That was the news. Uh, we learned a lot there. Um, we did learn some stuff. Right, so we're just we're talking about dreams, and dreams are interesting, and sleep disorders. Yeah. Different things that can happen to people. Like, a lot goes on for us. While we sleep, you don't realise, but a lot has actually happened for us. Yep. At bedtime, we just relax and wait to doze off while listening to the Rob Rat podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for your brain, the workday is only getting started. In fact, your brain remains highly active throughout your sleep, so it can perform a host of functions that keep you pumping throughout the day. Uh, 
Cerebral f- spinal fluid is pumped more quickly throughout the brain while you sleep. It acts like a vacuum cleaner, whisking away waste products such as molecular de- detritus and brain cells that can be toxic potents that can lead to dementia over time. Okay. So when you wake up, you quite literally are in a cleaner state. Right. Uh, your brain, it locks in information. The brain restores information that wasn't integrated during the day, such as like, you know, a password you might need to remember or different things like that. Your brain also preserves important memories while you sleep. So when we're asleep, that's especially true for emotional ones. Your brain chooses and enhances the experiences that are most valuable to you. What's more, it downgrades memories that aren't important, like, you know, what you had for dinner or getting in the car and driving to work. Right. So, you know, it's interesting. Um, Your brain also, when we're asleep, it prevents you from acting out your dreams. So in the deepest state of sleep, which is stage four. your Yeah, yeah. The part of your brain that's responsible for relaying nerve impulses throughout the spinal cord and send a message, it turns off. So it causes paralysis. Why? So that you can't act out your dreams or recreate them. Like, you know what I mean? If you're dreaming, you're fighting someone, you're not... Yeah, so you're not rustling around. So you're you're basically paralyzed from the neck down. Yeah, so that thing that turns off the neurons... Remember we spoke of sleep paralysis before. So your brain is making you paralyzed, so you don't act out... It's your brainstem, isn't it? That's when you wake up. Yeah. Sleep paralysis will be when you wake up in that stage. Um, And then what happens in our bodies when we sleep? That's our brain. Yeah. In our bodies, a lot happens in your body while you sleep. You cycle between REM and non-REM sleep, as you said there. REM stands for rapid eye movement. So during REM sleep, your eyes move quickly in different directions. This this doesn't happen during non-REM sleep. First comes non-REM sleep, followed by shorter periods of REM sleep. And the cycle starts over and over again. Dreams happen in REM sleep when you're in that stage. They happen in all stages. No, they, I, I think they typically happen. Oh, the main yeah, ones. The yeah, main yeah. ones would be in. Yeah. So stage one, your eyes closed, but it, in stage one of sleep, your eyes are closed. Okay, but it's easy for you to wake up. This phase can last for five to ten minutes. It's kind of light sleep, like isn't it? Yeah. At the start stage one. Okay, stage two, you are in light sleep. This would be stage two. Okay. Uh, your heart rate slows down. Your body temperature drops. Your body is getting ready for deep sleep. Mm. So stage three is the deep sleep. Deep sleep stage. It's harder to wake up during this stage. And if someone woke you up, you'd feel disorientated. That's like, I suppose, you know, when someone does wake you up and you're like, you'd be in that stage. That's really why they say, that's why on. they say, you know, if you go for a power nap. Yeah. If you do 10 minutes, it's good. If you do 15, it's good. But if you get into that 40 minutes, oh, if you go too far, yeah. you wake up, you actually feel groggy and you feel oh, worse. Yeah, that that's is, why they suggest yeah, people, yeah. when you power nap, you don't do it for like an hour because. Yeah, they say 10 minutes is good. Yeah, or yeah. 15, because if you do too long, you actually feel worse. Yeah, that's, that there is interesting. Yep. And like during stages of non-REM sleep, the body repairs and regrows tissues, builds bone and muscle, and it strengthens the immune system. And as you get older, uh, your sleep, you sleep more lightly and get, get less deep sleep. So aging is also linked to shorter time spans of sleep. All the studies have shown that you need as much sleep when you're older as when you're younger. You know, there's they reckon of, the there is babies, babies sleep so much because when they're, they're growing. So yeah, much so they're bored. So, so their, their brains or the neurons are firing and they're getting every the brain is learning so much. So that's their way of dealing with yeah. that. Learning and like old people, I, I know I've heard that thing before that when you're older, the less sleep you need. Yeah. And I know a lot of billionaires and rich people, they say, you know, their time is so important to them. They try and sleep only five hours. Donald Trump so. reckons he sleeps like five hours or something. Yeah, like that. Donald Trump. He's yeah. probably watching himself on CNN probably, all the other yeah. time. <laughs> uh, OK, what is REM sleep? We talked about rapid eye movement but REM sleep happens at 90 minutes after you fall asleep okay Uh, the first period of REM sleep typically lasts 10 minutes each of your later REM stages gets longer and longer the final one may last up to an hour your heart rate um, and breathing quickens 
you can have intense dreams during this stage uh, since your brain is more active. And that's that's when we dream. Babies can spend 50% of their sleep in REM stages compared to only 20% for adults. Okay. They actually say, you know, lucid dreaming. Yeah. That if you want to lucid dream, it's to wake up when you're in that stage of sleep after 90 minutes. So it'd actually be a fun thing for listeners to want to try. If you actually want to have a go at REM sleeping, if you have the time or you don't mind doing it, say whatever time you go to bed at night. Yeah. If you set the alarm for about 95 minutes, you know, around, give it maybe 10 minutes to fall asleep and set your alarm for 90 minutes. They say when you wake up and just kind of, you're aware that you're awake, when you fall back asleep, you're more likely to fall into that where you know you're dreaming and you can control the outcome. You know what lucid dream is? Yeah, I know. I was going to explain for the listeners. So a lucid dream is when you are in control, you're aware you're dreaming, you're in control of the dream. Now, I... Have you ever done it? I think, and I'm not ever going to do it, but I think I can do this. Because I've had it quite often. Now, not every time I dream. I haven't had it very often. But quite often, like in my dream, I can fly, right? Yeah. But I know I can fly and I control the flying. So it's not like I got wings. I just jump, right? And when I jump, I'm up in the air and I can like control where I go just by directing. I can do this. And I I sometimes in a a part of a dream and something's going on and I just know that it's a dream. I can fly. I just go somewhere else away from the dream. Yeah. And I think that is a type of lucid dreaming because I'm aware I know, like, I know that it's bullshit and I can't really fly in real life. I know yeah. that I, I'm aware because sometimes I wake up and I can remember this dream now. Like, I, I, close my, I can visualize myself doing it. Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a type of lucid dreaming. It is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you know, people who play computer games are supposed to have better, they're more better chance lucid of dreaming because yeah. they're used to actually controlling Contr- stuff. Yeah, that's interesting. Now. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Like, dreams are stories and images that our mind creates while we sleep. They can be entertaining, fun, romantic, disturbing, frightening, like in nightmares, and sometimes com- just completely bizarre. But like things that like they are an enduring source of mystery, like scientists and psychological doctors, they don't know why dreams occur or what causes them. Um, but you Sigmund know, Freud, that was his big yeah, thing. Yeah, it was a big thing. So he had a book and it was like, I think it was like early 1900s or late 1800s, he brought it out. So the interpretation of dreams. Yeah. And he basically said a couple of things like I remember reading something I didn't read his book but I read a book on something that on he's dreams, done ages yeah, yeah. ago yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were saying like so you can you combine a couple of things he reckons it's all like to do with your past and everything but you got you remember stuff so I went to sleep tonight I remember stuff from today yeah. and that's called day residue yeah, in I, the dream oh, have you got some no stuff no, I've, uh, no I've just a few facts on dreams okay. but keep going there yeah so day residue so like say today like because yeah. we're having our podcast and stuff some of that might be in my dream tonight yeah. but that is also mixed with stuff that I haven't dealt with from yeah. years ago that you know like something that traumatic happened or something there like your dad not taking you to that Dolly Parton concert yeah something it, but something but all these things but they get combined and mashed together in your dream so that like it doesn't really you can't make sense of it unless you were to like wake up straight away write it all down and you can probably pick it apart again but he reckons that it's a mix of things so people who have had like post-traumatic stress and stuff like that they can never fully get through their dream they can never get rid of yeah. the thing because it's bothering them yeah, so much yeah. in the past and they recur in nightmares I know what you mean about like what happens during the day typically you will dream it at night like tonight I'll probably go to sleep I'll dream about you get up in the morning change my underwear and carry on with my day like yeah but like <laughs> <laughs> they say you can influence your dream like if you were to like say play Tetris you know that game where you build blocks all the time I meant change my underwear because I understand be I understand <laughs> I just skim past that but Tetris the computer game where you build all the blocks yeah. if you were to play that game like all day long You'd chances are when you it. went to sleep tonight it may not be that game but there would be some sort of block formation thing going on it's, yeah. it's influenced by both by your, your day yeah. and I've your a, whole past and few, that's, that's Freudian oh, that's Freudian thoughts. I have a few facts 
facts on dreams, okay? Yeah. We, may, we may not remember dreaming, but everyone is taught to dream between three to six times per night. Yeah. It is thought that each dream lasts between five to 20 minutes. Around 90% of dreams are forgotten by the time the person gets out of bed. Dreaming can be... Dreaming can help you learn and develop long-term memories. Blind people dream more with other sensory components compared to sighted Imaging, people. Yeah. yeah. Why? There are several theories to why we dream, like you spoke of there. Are dreams merely a part of the sleep cycle or do they so serve some purpose? Yeah, well, the, that's the I, another thing. that it, This is what Floyd yeah. used yeah, to go say. On, go on. Right, and it's because I know I've read a bit about it before. So it's nearly like, so apparently the first start, when you start dreaming at the start, your dreams are quite mundane. Because, like you said, like in REM sleep, yeah, yeah, they're the main kind of lucid. They're not lucid. They're the main exciting stuff where all the stuff is going on. But at the start, you're, you're when you deeper. Are, you are dreaming in your other stages as well, because you got like NREM, which is non-REM, yeah. which is non-rapid eye movement. Yes. Ra- rapid eye movement is like it's the thing where people who are asleep in their eyes are flicking back oh, and forth know, yeah, in their yeah, head. Yeah. But for people who are listening, <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I know that, yeah. But that's what rapid eye movement is. So your eyes are flicking back in your head because basically, like like Stephen was saying, your body is paralyzed from the neck down. <laughs> But your eyes aren't and they can move, so that's why the only oh, thing is moving. Oh, and, that, yeah. and that's, that's reacting why, yeah. to everything that's going on in the dream. Yeah. But the. <laughs> <laughs> I know that already, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so the start, your early dreams are like pretty mundane and boring, right? Yeah. But as you get on, so, and, but they can also be quite negative. So they believe the dreams at the start, if you were to wake someone up after 10 minutes and ask them what they're thinking about, they're kind of, sometimes they're negative dreams. But as you go on, they your get dreams nicer. get better and more positive, right? Generally, unless, if unless it's a nightmare, or something, yeah. Or something, but yeah. in general terms, so at the end, so the thought process is throughout the night. If you've got your eight hours and you've gone through the three to six cycles of dreams, like you said in the REM, you should have dealt with some of your problems, and it's nearly like a therapy session. So you go in with your issue, their negative thoughts, do whatever, and your dream helps you work it out. And towards the end, you should have come out with some sort of positive thinking at the end. Oh, okay. So if you have got the eight hours, you should really, you should awake, refreshed, and have dealt with some of the issues. And as you said, you don't remember a lot of your dreams, but your body subconsciously or your brain subconsciously has had this like a little therapy session. Oh, that's Freud again. That's right. some of his no, thoughts. No, it's, it's good. Um, that makes I sense. Suppose, yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah, like possible explanations include. Re, re what's that i don't know you have it written down representing unconscious desires and wishes yeah interpreting random signals from the brain and body during sleep desires that's another thing they say yeah, so if yeah. people yeah, are suppressing you desire, if you're, yeah. but if you're suppressing like a and lot it's of, processing information gathered during the day like we're saying, saying yeah, yeah. But, it, but i also reckon like if you like if you have like some sexual desires or whatever and you're like not acting on them during the day like if yeah. you, but you suppress them they will constantly be in your dreams you constantly yeah. get or if, you, if there's some i don't know some a girl you like at the yeah. ball or whatever it is you want to you dream about that yeah yeah because yeah. it's it's something it's that brain. takes over your yeah. mind like yeah. that okay to get into a bit more nightmares Ooh. Uh, nightmares are distressing dreams that cause the dreamer to feel a number of disturbing emotions common reactions to a nightmare include fear and anxiety they occur in both adults and children and can cause stress fear trauma emotional difficulties illness Use of certain medications or drugs can enhance nightmares. And yeah, well, that's nightmares for you. Like a lot. I think kids get them a lot. And bedwetting, there'd be things kids might get from anxiety. Have you heard of something called imagery reversal therapy? No. Right. So this is what they deal with for nightmares. If you dream, if you have nightmares about witches, they show you witches. No, it's similar, right? It's basically like, say you were having nightmares yourself or you have a recurring dream that bad things are happening and it's bothering you. So what they do is when you're awake during the day, 
you go through that process, but you try and end it differently. Like for instance, say oh, I had, say yeah. I had a child. Recreate it. Say you had a child and he's dreaming that he keeps getting eaten by a dragon. When he's awake, you go through the dream, but in the end you say, the dragon is your friend and you jump on the dragon's back and you fly off. And you tell him that story maybe five times throughout the day and you talk about it. And it's been shown that when they go to bed that night, then they have a different interpretation of dragons and it can actually... Get, help get rid of the nightmare. Yeah, or he, the dragon eats him, and then he eats him whole, and he climbs out his belly button and cuts him open from, from the inside. And yeah. him and his friends eat the dragon. Yeah. Well, whatever you like to tell your kids before they go to bed at night. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a real thing, yeah. yeah. So well, imagery okay. reversal therapy. So yeah. if, if you are out there and you're having nightmares, Google that and have a look at it because it's actually supposed to work. You're studying that in college. You're going to be an image reverse. <laughs> <laughs> an image reverse therapist. <laughs> Imagine, what do you do, Robert? Oh, I'm an imagery reversal therapist. Oh, lovely, So, yeah. lucid dreaming, which we spoke about, is uh, when you're aware you're dreaming and that the dreamer is has control of what they're doing. Uh, they reckon how to do it is keep a dream journal. If you kind of keep track of your dreams, yep. you're more aware of them, gives you more control. Um, know when lucid dreams most commonly... Get. Lucid dreams and vivid dreams generally almost always... During the REM stages of sleep, which we talked about. Yeah, that's the main one where you get all the crazy yeah. stuff going on. And as you it? said, video gamers have more of a chance. Yeah. But that is a good thing. They reckon, if, like we said earlier, try, try if you want to have a go lucid dreaming, set your alarm around 90 minutes after you fall asleep. Try and work it out and do it for a week. See if you can do it. It'd be see interesting do it. to do it. Let us know if you, if, you get yeah. it, if you get it. Get us on the Instagram and drop us an old DM. Do you want to hear something interesting about uh, things like people who have been quite creative yeah. uh, from their dreams, right? So uh, Paul McCartney, you know your man from the Beatles. Yeah. So apparently he wrote the song yesterday. You know, yesterday, yeah, all yeah. my trouble seems over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote that in his dream. And oh, he woke really? up He woke up and just wrote it down. And that's where the whole thing came from. Uh, Robert Louis Stevenson wrote uh, Jekyll and Hyde. He oh, had the, it in his dream. Like, yeah, it all played out. Story. And he was, I can imagine a lot of things come to me yeah, in dreams. And he, was, he said he was thrashing back and forth in the bed because he remembers his dream. And then his wife woke him up just before it finished. So he yeah. had to write the rest of it himself, but he woke up and just wrote it all down really quickly because he said it. Because sometimes people think of like things, but you know, they think it's an amazing thing to do. Uh, Misery, Stephen King. You know, have you ever seen the brilliant, film Misery? Brilliant film. He came up with the plot for that in a dream. That's cool. The whole thing he dreamt it. He said. That's mad. An interesting one is the Rolling Stones, right? Keith Richards, the guitarist in the Rolling Stones. Yeah, I know. Do you? Yeah. I know. <laughs> he uh, used to leave a guitar beside his bed at night, and wake up and write. And he'd notes. wake up in his sleep and sometimes would play the guitar. So he said he left, he'd leave a dictaphone recorder beside the bed. And he said he woke up one morning and played it back. And it was, and he ma- didn't, he didn't it was, it was mainly he was. snoring, but he said he wrote the opening tune to Satisfaction. You know that song? Yeah, and that's a big, massive song for the Rolling Stones. That's cool. Isn't it? So some people do have like creative processes in their dreams. And if you have a problem, sometimes you can kind of work it out. But you need to write it down straight away or have a notepad beside your bed, as you say. And yeah, and if you want to keep track of your dreams. I think it might be just like not many people. You'd be interested yourself in your own dreams. Oh, your own dreams. Yeah, like I hate that. You know when someone yeah, some goes, people, oh, wait, I'll tell you about my dream. And you're like, like, I know, but sometimes they're interested. I know, but like you're like. I know a lot of the time people don't like hearing about other people's dreams. Yeah, it's only are. your own exactly, self you're interested yeah, in, exactly. really. Um it was speak- I know Billy Connolly Now this isn't dreaming But snoring yep. When you were spoken about Different things famous people do But I know Billy Connolly Had an issue with snoring right. And a friend told him I think this is one of his Stand up sticks You know if you're lying On your back You snore yeah. But if you're on your side You don't So what he used to do Is someone recommended to him Is get a t-shirt With a pocket You know a chest pocket yeah. And put an orange in it so Or an apple So when you turn over 
and you feel the apple you put the t-shirt on backwards with the apple in the back so when you lie on your back it'll be uncomfortable so you stay on your side <laughs> and then he said he found the apple was a bit too small so what he used to do was get a backpack and put a football in it so then he's going to sleep so people used to be like Jeez, what are you doing? I'm going to bed. And he's like, what's he going at? <laughs> yeah, I love Billy Connor. To get a bit now into uh, sleep disorders, because there are some weird ones. I know we spoke of the sex omniac there, but just the different type of sleep disorders there is out there. Yep. Okay, hypersomnia, which is daytime sleepiness. Hypersomnia or excessive sleepiness is a condition in which a person has trouble staying awake during the day. People who have hypersomnia can fall asleep at any time. For instance, while at work or driving, so it can be very dangerous. They can just snap, can just fall asleep at any time. Hypersomnia. Um, so they shouldn't be allowed to drive, should they? No, no. <laughs> typically no. Mm. REM sleep behaviour disorder. In in a person with REM sleep behaviour disorder, or BD, uh, the par Paralysis that normally occurs during REM sleep is incomplete or absent, allowing the person to act out his or her dreams. Oh, that thing we spoke of earlier about the thing that turns off, you know, the, yeah. the acting out, that doesn't work. So when they're asleep, they actually act out their dreams, which is fairly frightening. You know what I mean? If you're yeah. dreaming, you're fighting someone or anything like yeah, that, you yeah, could be yeah. punching your partner or whatever. Um, non-24 hours. Especially sleep. if you're in a nightmare, like, because you'd be oh, yeah. trying to, like, someone trying to kill you and you'd be fighting but back. But even or... anything, like, there's so many dreams you'd be acting out, you know? Yeah. Non-24 hours sleep-wake disorder. So non-24 hours sleep-wake disorder is a specific kind of sleep disorder. rhythm sleep that is particularly common among blind people. So people with N24 may find themselves gradually going to bed later each night and waking up earlier each day, which ends up flipping around. So they end up sleeping during the night. Eventually, you know what I mean? It eventually turns around. For them. That sounds like a weird one, but yeah. it, it is a thing. Non-24 hour sleep-wake disorder, where typically among blind people, okay. where they end up going to bed later every day and then gradually it ends up flipping around where they're awake all night and sleep all day. Okay. Because they've got no uh, circadian rhythm. Yeah. Because they don't see the light, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, what is narcolepsy? That's one we... It's a common one. Narcolepsy is the disorder that affects the control of sleep and wakefulness. People yeah. who can't help falling asleep. That's the one I've heard of. What yeah, was nar- the other? Yeah, yeah. Narcolepsy. So, yeah. Narcolepsy, yeah. You've heard of insomnia, obviously. Insomnia is the, like people who just can't sleep. Yeah. yeah. There's fatal insomnia, which is awful. A rare disorder that results in trouble sleeping, but... Typically starts out gradually and wor- worsens. This is fatal insomnia. Other symptoms include speech problems, coordination problems and dementia. Uh, it's results in death within a few months to years. That's fatal insomnia where you just say can't. But because you need, like if you don't but sleep. I, you, you know, you know, what, of, um, you know at the start you mentioned all the health benefits of sleeping. They don't get So if that. you're not getting that, eventually your because body... Because they're not pumped them with uh, sleeping pills. They mustn't work. It just mustn't work and something, work. something's happening. This them, yeah. is an interesting one. Uh, if I'm pronouncing it right, but it's called KLS, Kelvin Levin syndrome. Kelvin Levin. Kelvin, Kelvin Levin syndrome. K- oh, okay. Anyway, it's named after a guy. KLS. Yeah. It's nicknamed Sleeping Beauty syndrome. Right. It's a rare and complex neurological disorder characterized by recurring periods of excessive amounts of sleep, altered behavior, and a reduced understanding of the world. The disorder strikes um, primarily, and it's in younger children. Than adults, but it can cause people to fall asleep for like 
for going to sleep on a Friday and not waking up till a Sunday evening long periods of time sounds like a teenager yeah there's, I know I saw a story recently on the sun where they were calling her the real life sleeping beauty I actually messaged it her to get in contact to she's see if I could she's probably still asleep still asleep I messaged her she didn't get it but yeah for, she really, but she, you go to sleep at night like you might sleep for 24 hours 23 hours and yeah. she went away with family I think and she fell asleep on a Friday and she woke up on the Monday like Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's just excessive. Like, you might wake up just to get a drink or get something to eat, and then you can't. It's kind of chronic. Like, you, you, you're just constantly exhausted and you fall. Yeah. There's ways of treating it. I don't know how long it's that. That's it, though. That's kind of all my sleep disorders and stuff. Because, but like, there is, apparently, right, you sleep one third of your life. Yeah, that's mad, isn't it? So, that's like, so and the, average, the average person say you live 75 years. For 25 years, you're asleep. 25? 25. If you live 75 years... And you're asleep for one third of your life. You're asleep for 25 years. That's crazy. Isn't that and mad? Think, oh, Isn't that mad? So you, like, if you live to 75, you've really only lived to 50 because you've been asleep for 25 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that know? is true. Yeah. Humans are the only mammals that delay sleep. You know, sometimes if you have to do something, you like, oh, yeah. you drink coffee, you drink Red Bull, you push it off and yeah, keep like, going. Like yeah. a dog, if it needs to sleep, go to sleep. Cats just go to sleep. Birds go to sleep. Do whatever they need to do. But mammals, we're the only ones that just keep going, like and push on and like stop ourselves from sleeping. Yeah. Different crimes that happen while people have been asleep. Sleepwalking crimes. Right, Kenneth Parks is a Canadian man who began suffering from insomnia in his 20s, which was brought on after a loss of his job. And he put himself in debt and different things. Caused him a gambling addiction. But on May 23rd, 1987, Parks got out of bed, drove 14 miles to his in-law's house, killed his mother-in-law and injured his father. Injured his father-in-law with an iron and a knife. After the incident, he drove himself to a police station and turned himself in. Up until this point, he had good relationships with his in-laws and his wife vouched for his lack of motive in the crime. The following year, he was found not guilty of murder. Jesus. That's kind of an interesting one. Kenneth Parks, if you look him up, you'll see the kind of full story there. But yeah, he drove in his suffering from sleepwalking. He drove to his in-laws' house and killed them. Uh, a middle-aged woman in Australia whose name has not been released for confidentially, confidentiality reasons yeah. has a serious issue with sleepwalking. While there isn't too much information on the case, it seems that neither her nor her partner had any idea initially. Uh, but the truth soon came out as a lot more terrifying than your average sleepwalking case. Okay, So the woman would get up, sleepwalk out of her house and engage in sex with total strangers. <laughs> This, took place, for this took place for several months and the couple had no idea. Condoms were found around their house. but the, Is we, this real? I swear to God, this is real. The reality only completely came to light when her partner woke up one night and realised she wasn't there. After searching for her, found her having sex with a stranger, completely asleep. So, ah, come on. It's like you he walks in and catches her. Quick, pretend to be asleep. <laughs> Such an act. <laughs> Come on. Said, such an act poses. I swear to God. That's it's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. I swear I was asleep, eh? I didn't know. I didn't know I was asleep. Mm. That's kind of like there's a lot of disorder. Have you anything interesting on Well yeah, the average person sleep? takes uh, seven minutes to fall asleep, right? Yeah. So if it takes you less than five minutes to fall asleep, apparently you're extremely sleep deprived. So if, if it takes you less than five Yeah then. If you jump into bed Like and you're gone straight away Like you're just like Apparently you're very sleep deprived Women sleep, Really? Yeah Women sleep more than men I didn't know that oh, The yeah. reason for this Is said to be that Women are more likely to multitask Meaning their brains work harder And therefore take longer to recover And they yeah. go to sleep Well I know When I set my alarm in the morning To get up for Usually one alarm I'm up out of bed Are you a snooze man? 
Would you hit the snooze button? That annoys me. Like, cause say a morning, my wife might be getting up, and maybe I don't have to get up as early. I'll hear first like ding, 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 and then five minutes later, you know all the different fucking yeah, alarms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's annoying because I'm there sleeping in, and I can hear all these alarms <laughs> as opposed to just one alarm up, get up, get up. Like, yeah. Parents of newborn babies lose six months worth of sleep in the first two years of a child's life. Yeah, I believe that. Research research shows that having a newborn baby impacts men's sleep more than women's. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. There's something that you have on so women, isn't it? Do you think it'll be women more so? I think we probably just get more annoyed by it. It affects, I don't know. Maybe. What it is, yeah. So uh, there used to be a career known as a knocker-up. Do you know what this is? No. Okay. Before alarm clocks were invented, factories employed people to knock on bedroom windows of their workers with a long stick to ensure they'd arrive at work in time. So some guy, I don't know how he woke up, but he had to go around to all the houses in the area with a big stick. And he'd be just tapping on the windows of all the bedrooms. To wake people, people to up. To wake people up. And say, come on, you're going to work, get up. So he was just an alarm clock. Basically. He's basically an alarm clock, yeah. But apparently mental health and well-being is an area that's significantly impacted by lack of sleep. And getting less than seven hours of sleep each night can make you angry, sad or stressed. And one sleepless night where you stay awake all night can affect the brain the same way as being drunk. Like, remember we did our, we did our Guinness World Record hug, but we stayed awake for 30 hours. Yeah. The next day or two, you're kind of nearly like a hangover. Your brain isn't fully recovered. Like, I felt a bit kind of like... Yeah, um, I wasn't too bad, but the only reason I wasn't is because I work shift work. So yeah. I'm used to staying up that well, there, kind yeah, of late. Okay. But it is, it's not nice at all. It's horrible staying up that late all the time. Like There's a thing called predictive dreaming. Have you heard this? So predictive dreaming is where people think they can predict things in their dreams. Like some people think they predicted terrorist attacks or bad things happening to the family, family members yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, But like, if you ask me, that's just coincidence. I don't really believe in that type of stuff, to be honest. And then like deja vu has been linked kind of to the same thing that like of dreams. Because you feel, you know, like yeah, you feel yeah. like... Oh, I, I must have dreamt this, sir. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you feel like you've been somewhere before, but it's actually just like, like a delay in the brain where you've... It, you if, get, what you're seeing it's what it's just you're getting delayed, the same signal yeah. in twice yeah and that's where it comes from that's interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. now yeah, who said you don't learn anything no, on the Rob we do. we've been teaching we've been teaching you stuff there now tonight uh, there's tonight. a there's a shift work sleep disorder as well for people who work shift work like myself who stay up late at night and uh, have to stay up work nights days nights days and switch over yeah yeah. I'm, I, I'm sure it would affect yeah, you definitely yeah. Because like, you know, because you're saying like you, you stay awake at night time and then you could be awake during the day and other times. Yeah, you know, like sometimes I'd be sitting here and I just want to hit you, but like I don't feel that way normally. Yeah, okay. Well, like I normally would get up probably around half seven, eight o'clock. In the morning. Yeah, and I kind of like now regardless, because I like uh, without an alarm in my brain, I kind of wake up around that time anyway. Sometimes you wake up before your alarm. Yeah. But they say with dreams, right, it's easier to remember a dream if you get woken up like just before the kind of dream ends. Yeah, yeah. Because you wake up and then you have a memory it's cool of it. Having a Because go- if the dream ends, you moved on to something else and you don't remember it. Because that's I, what you could be I having. I wish I did keep a dream journal. I'm just saying for you. It'd be yeah. kind of an interesting thing to just be sitting looking back on. And then I'd say once you read it, it'd come back to you, the memory of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it probably would help to jog it a bit. Because mad things. I used to have a dream for ages about like having to repeat the leave insert. You and know, was that something you were worried about? I, it must have been something bothering me. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I, like, I was repeating the leave insert and there was like this exam going in doing it. Like, But I was me now in my like older age, but going back and having to do it. It must be just something, I don't yeah, know. I, I, do you dream much about going back to school or being in school? The like odd that? time I have a dream, you find yourself in school, but it's like, it's as I was saying before, it's mixed in with something else. So like, I got something else could be going on and all of a sudden they go, oh, I have to go to school. Do you ever have a wet dream? When I woke, I think I'm drowning, is it? No, no, yeah. Jizz in your pants. <laughs> no, I don't. Maybe when I was a teenager. I don't really remember them. Do you have? Is it, do you want to share something with us? Me neither. 
Right, fair enough. <laughs> I, I it's a thing they show in films and stuff a lot, like, but like. Wet dreams. I know, I generally haven't had any um, yeah. that I can say. <laughs> that I can say. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, that's pretty much kind of all I've got on dreaming. Basically, it was, it was basically there, there, is, there is serious health benefits to sleep. And if you can be getting yourself the eight hours, it's, it's the best thing for you. I and if you're listening found. to this podcast in bed, look. It's time to look. We're finished now, anyway. So just yeah, roll over on your side, put an orange in your pocket, and get to sleep. Get to sleep. Have a good forty winks, and we will talk to you next week. week. Thanks for listening. Good night. You have been listening to the Rob Rat Podcast. Be sure to check out our social media for updates on the next episode. And if you liked what you heard, then let us know by hitting the subscribe button, sending us a message, and telling a friend because that's how the podcast grows. Thanks for listening.